No, nothing there. The only Torah that I have is my aunt or my cousin. Okay, so. So you were catfished. So I was catfished by Jake Short. Damn. Oh, wow. And I do Here's the clip. We pretty, got it. Huh? We got the clip. I, <laughs> I, and, I and I've been thinking about it, and I was like, I'm not going to bring it up. And then I told Zach, and Zach brought it up on the podcast. I'm like, God, I really hope Jake doesn't see this. Oh, God damn it. I, I, I did watch a clip of it, too, and I, I should have come watch that. That's so, hilarious. I, I was just so embarrassed because it's like, dude, like I'm such an idiot. <sighs> I've actually missed talking to you because this because of the holidays. I feel like I didn't talk to you at all, and I have so many things. That I have a list of things. This podcast you, is just coming down to like you making me blush. I even wrote blush. Yeah, oh. you're just being so nice and um, really makes you know all those connections I'm severing behind your back way harder. You okay, know? well I'm going to start with this one. <laughs> <laughs> I was listening to the song at the gym today. You know the song right above it by. Lil Wayne. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he goes, I got my gun in my boot purse, and I don't buzz back because I shoot first. Yeah, okay. You that like layer. that line? So I heard it today, and it was the first time in the last 10 years that this song has been out that I realized what he's actually saying. And I had to look up, a boot purse is like a leather strap for a gun, okay? What I thought he said for years was I got my gun in my blue purse. And then I always thought it was so weird that Lil Wayne had a blue purse. Nah, dude, he invented fanny packs. He, he started the trend before they came back around. Well, anyway, that I'm glad we discussed that. How was Christmas? I haven't seen you. Um, yeah, I had my whole family. I mean, we do like a whole thing for my, my grandma because she's got like 13 grandkids. So she likes to get them all together. Mm. Um, so we did that. We do this... Man, I'm going to say this too, and I know that one of my family members watches this. I just hope they don't watch this part. We we do like a white elephant thing every year, every year. So we all draw a number out of a hat, and then we all go to the middle and like pick a present. If you mm-hmm. want to take someone else's that they've opened, mm-hmm. you steal it or you pick a new one, and all 25 people go around. And we have a limit, so it's like 20 bucks, 30 bucks a person. And people especially young kids, are not always satisfied with the gift that they receive. Yeah. Because they're kids. And when they're opening something, they're little assholes and they assume it's for them. But then they open something and it's like a bath bomb or a lamp Mm. or a gift card to Home Depot, right? My aunt put everything from last year in this year's white elephant. She kept it all year and they didn't use anything. And they put it back in the white elephant. And come in. <laughs> and Jesse, my sister, uh, had got like this cute little golf pencil set. And I was like, oh, that's adorable. And I saw it open this year. And Jesse goes, yeah, yeah, that was that was my white elephant last year. And Corinna took it home. And she kept it for a year and then put it back in the white elephant. <laughs> and I just said her name. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, if she's if watching. she's watching, she knew. Hey, aunt, I already said your name. Uh, why did you do that? Just just donate it. That's what I was saying. Like, just give it away. It's okay. I don't think she watches this, does she? She brought it up. She br- brought ever, up the show? My uncle brought it up, and he was like, how's that uh, How's that thing that you're doing going? And I was like, good. Yeah. I'm gonna, it's good. It's fun. Yeah, dude. I actually, around. I think I texted you. I got recognized the other day when I was getting coffee. He was just like, this guy was just Some like, guy recognized you from the podcast? Yeah. He goes, hey, you have a podcast, right? And I was like, yeah. And he goes, oh, I love listening to it. 
was like, wow, that's new. That's nice. I assume he probably knew who I was before that. You know, I don't think he's just like scrolling through Spotify and thought, oh, you know who these guys are. (laughs) This guy, Bradley Stephen Hooper. I guess we should address the. I want to say real quickly, I love elephant in the room. Funny. Um, I really love the comments that people leave about uh, like listening to the podcast and their their drive to work. Cause that's shit not, I do all the oh, time. Oh, I know. And uh, the fact that people listen to us do this is bizarre. Yeah, yeah. It's really. It, I mean, it makes me makes me a little sentimental, it, sappy. It is. It is just after the holidays when you guys are seeing this, but you know, I'm in the holiday me. spirit right now, and my whole family's here, and all the all the all of our peeps are here. So thanks for watching and tuning in every week, guys. Fucking love you. Yeah, I, I really do appreciate it. It's it's kind of, you know, when we restarted this whole process, we didn't know how it would go, but just seeing that there's actually still people there who want to watch it is, watch it or listen to it. It's pretty cool. You're gonna cry again. I'm. <laughs> um, well, What's the white elephant. It would be my hand. Yeah. So can I say something about your hand real quick? Yeah. Um, I'm so sorry. Are you okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm doing fine. I'm not gonna disclose what happened. In the, in the actual accident, because it's an ongoing thing, you know. And I don't what do you mean? Trouble an investigation? For, yeah, I don't want to get in trouble for talking about it or whatever. Whoa, wait, wait, hold on. Why would you get in trouble for talking about something that's your truth? My truth. <laughs> your truth. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. I just the per insurance and everything. I don't want to deal with it. But it's your your story is okay, not going to change. Do you want to call insurance and talk? Okay, to can them? I tell the story then? Since no. you're not. Um, I got into a car accident. Uh. Basically, in I was I was driving on the streets. Okay, we'll say somebody cut in front of me, and I was going through a light, and they did not abide by the rules of the road. Can you say what happened inside the car? For me, yeah. Oh, dude, all the airbags, yeah, blew, punched me in the face, left and right. Uh, you know what nobody tells you about airbags is that they smell like shit. Oh, awful! They, they smell like a like a little garlic explosion with like a bunch of sulfur. Yeah. Garlic sulfur party. I, I mean, like you're stuck in the car. Uh, and on top of it, there's just a awful smell. Well, that's because you shit yourself. Yeah, I did shit myself. And I was like, it's the airbags. I don't know. What the, I don't know why that smells like that in this car. Um, but yeah, my car was totaled. I carry an airbag uh, with me everywhere because uh, right. I've never. I, I had a black eye. And I had like a cut on my eye. From the oh, you did? Oh, yeah. Well, it's, you can still oh, see yeah, a I can see it. Yeah. Scratch. Um, my shin is all ripped up. That one was a bummer. You, when you said, I just want to know. I want you to know how what you sent me over text was perceived. You said, uh, "My hand is shattered. Yeah, my shin is ripped up." I don't know if you were joking, but I literally thought that like all the skin on your shin was like hanging off. No, I mean it wasn't that violent. I it thought your hand, like I thought your thumb was totally shattered, like reconstructive. Surgery. Well, to be honest with you, when, you I, know. when I got out of the car, my hand swelled up like crazy. I thought, well, you have to tell them about that, that what actually happened, because I don't understand what happened to your hand. Yeah, so I guess what happened was, you know, I often drive like, you know, yeah, if you can get in there, um, you know, whatever. If, if like in the accident, that when the airbag went off, I think it, it, I guess what the doctor was saying, that it blew my hand back. And so like bent the thumb and gave me whiplash in my hand. I didn't know it was a thing. Possible. But yeah, it seems crazy. But apparently I fractured the bone marrow that's in my hand or in my, like, part of one of the bones in my hand. And so 
Yeah, I've been in a cast for the last few weeks, but then I'm in a removable now, so I'm able to do a little more and kind of get the strength back in it. So you can go snowboarding. Whew, I would love to. Would you do it? No, because yeah, I'm still healing. My back still doesn't feel great. What, so is it your neck, like the whiplash up here, or is it like the back with the airbag and like the impact? I don't really know because I hit head on, you know, so it wasn't like from behind or a surprise. Like I kind of heat clenched a little bit, and I think it was just more of the, the fucking slam of it. God, that airbag has to go off so fast. Somebody was telling me that the airbag goes off between 300 and 700 miles per hour. Yeah. That has, <laughs> yeah, that has to be yeah. what most of the impact well, was. Well, what was crazy was when I got out and when I was taken to the hospital was mostly because I was like, dude, I don't know, honestly, if I hit my head. I really don't know. I don't know. It all happened so quickly. Like, I got out, my shin was gushing blood, and my hand was, like, swollen. Right, and that was like the thing I just kept saying. I was like, Man, I've broken a lot of bones in my hand, and I just know that it was like, dude, messed that, up. To see that, you ever think about like the people on looking to see your car? Oh, I know, dude. Oh, well, also because there was a bit. It's a busy street. You yeah, know? you know exactly. You I know, know exactly, that intersection. Right? It's yeah, so busy. I hit and like spun a little bit, and I was face to face with a semi truck. And I was like, oh my god, like it was the scariest fucking thing I've ever seen. But then I just thought, like, dude, if you because it must have been loud, too. I mean, the entire front end of my car oh, was yeah. smashed. Did, did he get out, like, semi-guy, or no? No. Well, you know what's funny is a lot of people are like, why didn't that person, like, why did the person on your left keep driving or whatever it was? I'm like, I'd have done the same thing. Yeah. I, if I see an accident, I'm cruising on with my oh, I got to go to the McDonald's drive Yeah, it's like, I, it's, I, it's a, it was a busy Monday, you know? Like, I get it. I would have done the same thing. Was um, it a Monday? But let me tell you this. Real case in the Mondays. Not... To get sappy again on this podcast. God damn it, dude. Can I? I got somewhere to be. Okay. Well, you know, the next day, I was taking a shower at my apartment, and uh, I had a, you know, big cast on, and my, my eye was swollen, and my shin was, I just was like, I was in the shower, like, Quasimodo, just like, balled up, you know? And, uh, I, dude, I just, like, started sobbing. I just started sobbing, because I was just like, it was happy tears. It was happy tears because... It was happy tears. Yeah. That's not where I thought you were going with Well, that. here's why. Because, you know, I think at, at some point in everybody's life, uh, they think, you know, if I, if I was to die tomorrow, like, would people be sad or would what would happen? What would the reaction be? Would people reach out to my family? Like, how would that go? And after I posted on Instagram about the accident, the amount of people that reached out to me, friends that I hadn't talked to in years... I mean, I probably had 100 DMs and 100 texts from people. People that I seriously had totally forgotten about. And it made me super happy to know that, like, oh, shit, you know, these people actually care about me, you know, and, like, cared enough to reach out. And were like, if you need anything, I'm here to help. And then on my Instagram, you know, getting thousands of comments from people saying, like, you know, we're so happy you're okay. Like, mm -hmm. cars can be replaced. You know, you, you can't. can't. And it was, it was like... It's really cool to know that, like, your life has uh, meaning, value. you know, and, like, yeah. value. And, like, I think for me, you know, we do this stupid little podcast, but the fact that there's, like, people out there who enjoy listening to it and think, I would be really sad if I didn't get to hear them talk again, you know, and, like, get to hear their comedy. Like, it's really cool to know, you know, and it just, like, it kind of hit me like a ton of bricks because it had just been, like, a shitty 24 hours I had 
lost my car and I'm, I'm beat up and I just was fucking depressed. But like, it made me super happy to know that like, I don't know, your life has a, a little bit of meaning. You know, a shower thought. Yeah, and I think I'll everybody needs a little punch in the face, I guess, literally every once in a while. From a 300 mile <laughs> yeah, an hour airbag. airbag uh, just to know that like, hey, you're, you know, you're doing the right thing. You're on the right path. Stick around. People. Stick around a little longer. Yeah, yeah, people actually like you being here. Um, yeah, very, but that's enough of that. That's, no, that's great. Look at that. I think one of the top comments on our, our other videos was uh, talking about how how valuable and cherishable vulnerability is. And that's <sighs> Not to good. get sad, but I had a couple people tell me that you reached out to them to let them know that I was okay, and that made me really happy. I and did. Actually, that made me cry as well because I was in the hospital, and you were, like, kind of the first person I replied to. And because your, your name is penned, right? So I had, like, a bunch of texts mm. from people, but I saw, like, the penned ones. And I so I called you, I think, or I texted you maybe, like, what happened while I was at the hospital. And to know that you reached out to people and hearing that actually made me cry quite a bit. And I don't want to do this right now because it's making me sad again. Oh, so I would like to move on from this. Wow. Um, okay. In other news. Uh, Bradley's a good guy. Joe Rogan and Shane Gillis uh, talked about Hubie Halloween on their podcast the other day. No shit. And it put a big smile on my face. Wait, during Rogan's Christmas? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. They were talking about Adam Sandler in general. And then. And they said, I like this. <laughs> yeah, they were talking about like good Sandler movies. And then he goes. Gillis was like, if if you don't like Hubie Halloween, what the fuck is wrong with you? I was like, he's got good taste, Shane, interesting Shane taste. Shane Gillis knows who I am. Yeah, I'm barely in that movie, but he saw my <laughs> he face saw at some point, face. so he knows who I am. Yeah, that was. That you was should leverage that. Do you think he would come on here and just roast us for an hour? I don't think I could physically go through it. Getting destroyed by him? Yeah. Think about the podcast that that guy does. Though. Think about the demons that tackle you in your head when when thoughts like that are running through it all the time. No kidding. You've seen through that. You had a happy cry. Should we get to our guests? Yeah. And you know what though? I'm I'm really buzzing off of that uh, sappiness. Yeah. Well, the sentimental, the there's sediment. A, there's your clip. Sentimental you sediment. It. Yeah. That's what you do the clipping too. So I get sent these fucking things of me being sappy. Dude, now. I hate doing the clipping too. <laughs> yeah. uh, if anyone wants anybody to do out that there for who me, wants to do fucking it, please let us know. Uh, uh, let's yeah, get to the guest. Let's get her in here. All right. You know, in the last few episodes, you've been doing the intros, and I feel like you've been doing a good job. So I'm going to let wow, you do this one. Another kudos. I'm really getting, really getting. I'm trying to be nicer. Here. That's my 2024 goal. Well, it's. I guess it is 2024 now. Happy holidays. Um, welcome to 2024. And welcome, Tara Yummy. I don't actually know Thank your you. last name. No one does. That is my last name. Okay, got it. Legally <laughs> changed your name to Tara Yummy. Moved yeah. to California. Stayed in California. Lives in California. Was born in California. Never actually moved I here, right? I was not born in California. Where were you born? Maryland. Maryland. Yeah, but Maryland. I moved here when I was like four. Okay, so you're... I'm from here. You're basically yeah. native. What was in Maryland? My family. Because there's... Feels like there's nothing in Maryland. There's Baltimore. Baltimore Ravens. Well, sure. Yep. Yeah, that, that is a team. Yeah. Okay. Um... I, did they win the Super Bowl? At some point, They did yes. win the Super Bowl, but the like lights twice? went out before. So yeah, it was weird. It was weird. Really, it, was weird. <laughs> it was like an hour and a half break. They ran out of popcorn in the stadium, all things like that. Uh, right. But <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I tried to look you up before this, and you're not even on the internet at all. 
anywhere. I looked, I scoured, and I couldn't what find a single mean? thing. What do you mean? Are you just saying I'm not I'm cool enough to be yeah. anywhere? Uh, yeah, no, you don't have a, that first, like, little Wikipedia that says EN Wikipedia, and then it says, you know, Tar- Well, you know, me. I'm not an actor like you guys, so it's kind of hard to get a Wikipedia, but... <laughs> you type it in. I'll, I'll just start said, it. Uh, <laughs> search Page not, not found. found. Yeah, <laughs> 404 error. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, well, so... It's because you're a comedian. We'll get into that part. I, I do have to ask. Yeah, we're going to get into the stand-up thing, because yeah, I think yeah. that's actually super cool. Might be the only cool fa- fun fact about you, but... Maybe. Thanks, Bradley. Um... Oh, well, she's from Maryland. Oh, that is a great <laughs> fact. I was wow. born there. Born there. Um, how did you come up with the last name of Yummy? Yummy and yum. why did you get rid of your other last name? And how was it going to the DMV and getting your driver's license as Tara Yummy? It's Tara not yummy? Tara Yummy on my driver's license. Tara? No. Tara. 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 But it's not Tara, Tara Yummy Tabitha. on my driver's license. It's Teresa. my real last name. But I just don't go by it. And I wish there was a cool story, but there's not. When I was like 10 or 11, I was making a, an Instagram and like an email I thought it was hard taco, and I was like, mm, that might not age well. I was like, oh, tacos are yummy. And then I just said, I just said Tara yummy, and it stuck. <laughs> Tara's taco. Tara taco. Uh, yeah, I don't know. that. I, I, I was like 10 or 11, lucky. dude. Okay, yeah. yeah. That would not have aged well. You're no. correct. That been I don't know how well Tara yummy did either, because I feel like it's more of like a, it's fine. Feels like, a, feels like a porn star name. No, certainly does. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> wasn't way. up for us to decide that. But um, okay, so are you like kind of over having your name be Tara Yummy? No, I love it. I feel like okay. it's grabby. You know, one day you'll grabby, get a Wikipedia. But it's grabby. Yeah. You know? Could you get a fist fist away from the microphone? <laughs> Dude, that killed me. I was like trying hey. so hard. I was like itching not to make yeah. a joke. Um. Well, see, the reason I ask though is because like part of me. Is like I'm tired of having to say my middle name with things, but it's no, my it's my I'm, SAG I name, so, so cool. I have to. And it's weird that if you if you like looked up on IMDb Bradley Perry, my name won't come up. None of the credits are under Bradley Perry, so it has to be Bradley. I Stephen like Perry. I like that it's Bradley Stephen Perry. But it's just like it's That's, a lot it's to say. Yeah, but it's so cool. Yeah, it is kind nice. of funny when people come up and go, "Are you Bradley Stephen Perry?" And I'm like, "You don't have to say the whole <laughs> thing, dude." I, what if they were like Bradley Perry, and I'm like. No, no, I don't. Know. I don't know what you mean by that, but that's why I asked, is because I I understand that. I love but my if you, name. If that's great, well, it's that's legally tar yummy. Sure. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I'm gonna believe that. All right. Well, this, thanks grade. for coming in. Of course. Sorry for being three minutes late. You were three minutes <sighs> you know. late. Is that like a common occurrence for you? Or are you usually a late person? That's not late, dude. Three minutes late isn't late. It's late when you have an appointment for something. No, I feel like we're I, in the heart of it, man. This is. I feel this like not easy to get. I feel like 15 minutes is a good. If you would have been 15 minutes late, we would have probably just done the podcast without you. Are you joking? We would have at least started. Are you done, serious? We would have done the intro. Yeah. Okay, well, in my head, like, when you have, like, a reservation for something, they say, okay, 15 minutes, grace okay. period. Well, this isn't Nobu. It's a job, so. Okay. so, all right. Unfortunately for you, we do have studio time. I didn't know uh, I had to He's not just in. walking I around waiting for us. I don't give us. a shit. I just like to know when you're going to get here, whether it's 10 minutes late, 10 minutes early, just so we know how to properly prepare our time. Vince Lombardi. Once said, the trophy guy. Uh, if you're five minutes early, you're on time. If you're on time, you're late. late. And if you're five minutes late, don't, don't even bother late. showing up. I feel like in YouTuber time, I was like really early. Most okay. YouTubers are late to everything, and I like to think that I'm very prompt. All right. Well, three minutes isn't bad, I guess, if that's what you think. Right, is I don't prompt. want to talk about fucking time anymore. Yeah, I'm over. Um, <laughs> I want to ask you about your peers and why you like your job as uh, Tara Yummy because you get to keep that name. Um, do you like the people that you? Uh, that you see at the, the the YouTube events, or is it like a you know? Um, but also, how the fuck did you get into it, and why do you like it so much? And two things like you that so was much? a so loaded question, dude. I think we need to break so that up questions. into two Which things. You, you just asked to, two totally different questions. I think no, I think I gave we just us want like you to talk for the next thirty. Yeah, that's um, right. 
That's okay. what we have guests, so I don't have to talk. It's a good question, though. I'm glad we're kind of getting into that because it's a real, real deep to think. Like, do you get along? Because YouTubers are very different from most humans. I think you're funny, humans. and I just don't like a lot of YouTubers. Wow. Just, that's wow. Right. He went for it. That's okay. Okay, so what, what do, you, do you? Do you like? I like my friends. Mm, okay, but that's a good answer. What are your friends? YouTubers? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So I like, I like the YouTubers I do surround myself with. The ones I don't. I don't okay. know. To be fair, I don't like a lot of actors. Yeah, so. there you go. Most yeah. Of them you know fair. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And most it's just of them people. Do suck. People are people who people will do people things. I think most like twenty year olds suck. I think I could say that for just average twenty year olds. Really? You know? Yeah, and I'm, I'm I feel just, like life Bradley is just, just really wants to be like forty three. You what? I feel like Bradley just really wants to be oh like forty three. Oh my god, dude, he moved to the valley. I now could, he has I, to move back. Yeah. And he has to realize. I gotta. Cu- I could cut twenty years right now and just go straight for it. That's so odd. Twenty to me. years. Become yeah. a two handicap. <laughs> My life would be so much better. Okay, so you like the friends that you have? Yeah, it's a very specific group of people, or what? I think so. I think they're more of like the OG YouTubers. I know you don't. I think we've talked about this. I, I know you he don't know like, anything. You don't I know, know anything. No. Hit me up. What do we got? Like you know, like I mean, when I was younger, I'd watch like my friend JC Kalen. I don't know if you know who that oh, is. Yeah. That's who I'm friends with. I feel like I'm friends with more OG YouTubers. I don't know about any new ones. I feel like you know my ex. I feel like she probably knows who. My ex. Okay, we'll talk about this later. I guess I she does know me. Yeah, you probably know Bradley. Yeah, we oh, used to date. Yes, I do. Um, okay, so that cleared up the first question you asked. <laughs> Let's get to the next one. Okay. Um, how did you get into it? That's I don't know why I said it like that. How did, how you, did get you get into, into it? it? Period. Yeah, there you go. When question I was mark, when I was like seven, eight, nine, ten years old, I made YouTube videos all the time. They that's didn't a, do that's well. a wide range of ages. Like, where you posted them? I posted them. Oh, it wasn't one of those things where you like film it in your mom's camera. No, and I it literally never posted them. It was bad. So can we like, look them up? No, they're gone. They are Smart. wiped. I did the same thing. Yeah. It's horrible to watch yourself. Terrible. From years back. In but here's end. what I'm thinking now. When you said that, I'm like, your guys' things are on like streaming stuff. Yeah. So you get to watch that all the time. And we don't get paid for it either. And I so do. that's the best part of it. That's the other thing. I sit down on a Saturday night and I go, let me go watch all these fucking choices I made. Yeah, dude. <laughs> he, he gets a glass of whiskey and a cigarette and just cries <laughs> while watching Ant Farm. In my living room. <laughs> cigarette. <laughs> that sounds fun. Wait, I need you to explain what you're going to explain, and then I have to get to something serious after oh, this. God. Okay, what was I saying? Oh, uh, you got into it. Seven, eight, right. nine years yeah. old, which is three years. Right. And then right after high school, I started posting again, but seriously, and they did really bad, so I took those down again. And then like a couple months go by, I see all of my friends like in university and stuff while I was in community college like partying, and I love parties and stuff. Like, hang, I was, on, hang on, hang on. Were you not university. just seven or eight, nine years old? What? Yeah, it's, I skipped. I skipped to 18 really quick. And then she moved to London. Her friend went to university. I dude, I didn't... You just jumped so quickly. Sorry. You're like seven, eight, nine, And then like I a couple years go school. by and I see my friends at university. I said after high school. Okay, okay, okay. good. Wait, wait, hold on. All of her friends were uh, Albert Einstein-esque. They really were, smart. Like, yeah, really, 11, really 12, smart. going to university. Uh, They're from Young London. Sheldon. Um, my anyways. best friend, Young Sheldon. What? Good. Okay. <laughs> Did you get a call about that one? <laughs> <laughs> I was like 18... And everyone was going to like parties at university and I was jealous. I was like, you know what? I'm going to find my own LA parties. And that's what I did. I started going to these parties in LA and I met some people and they were like, dude, you should put your videos back up. The seven, eight year old ones. No. My like 18 year old ones that I took down. My ex-boyfriend especially was just like, you should put your videos back up. Like they're going to do well. While he was your ex-boyfriend or you were seeing him? No, we we were together. And uh, I was like, okay. And then I did. And then because I was surrounded by so many YouTubers, they were kind of teaching me what to do in the background. So I was like, okay. And then it just happened. So, like, they already knew the algorithm. They know exactly. Yes. Yeah. I feel like they were telling me what I was doing wrong, and then I fixed it. 
but it didn't just happen. I mean, it's not like you just went. No, my Instagram. Five hundred thousand subscribers. Okay, started. so people started following you on Instagram yeah. and then the YouTube thing, and were you just posting once a week and just it was I, consistent? I, I posted every Monday and then till now. Was it how to wow. like communicate with your people that were following you, or is it like? certain content that people were gravitating towards or no I literally told myself okay I'm gonna hit 30k on Instagram and once I do I'll post my first YouTube video and because I already had that and they were like begging to know more about me which I don't understand why I don't know (laughs) it doesn't make sense I don't know why people listen to this but you know they're here that's what I'm saying I was just like oh my god and then I did it and then it just it wasn't even that I listened to like what they wanted I just did what I wanted every Monday and that's still what I do and then it just worked well it's the greatest job in the world she's actually a fan of our podcast she said she's listened I am I've listened to a lot of them she listened to. Pretty uh, sure she said all of them. The last time I heard it. So okay. I said a lot. She's had a lot of time. Well, there's only been four. there's only like four. So if you listen to a lot of them, you probably listen to all of them. So what okay. we really need to get into, which is the meat of this podcast, and I think it'll probably take up the remaining time here, is Tara. You've actually met Jake. <laughs> really? Oh, I bet I. Is there a picture of it? No, there's no, not a picture. Hey, can no we get picture. a wide shot real quick? Why? Just want to see, just so everyone can take this in real quick. So oh, not, it's a big chair. It's not that big of a chair. <laughs> All right, we're good. We're good. Oh, All right, we thanks. can punch back in. Glad we got the short joke out of the way. Yeah, we're good. Now. Okay. Um, yeah. So okay, so Bradley, I'm gonna let you guys talk. You guys, this is all you now. I've been waiting like two weeks to tell you this story. Please. <laughs> okay, I have a question for you before I start any of it. In like 2012, did you have a Facebook? I still have a Facebook. But did you use the Facebook? <laughs> Yes. Okay. That makes me feel a lot better. Let me ask this. In 2012, do you think Nana was controlling your Facebook? No, I think I was probably controlling it. <sighs> this makes me feel so much better. Okay. Would you like randomly ever add someone? Like if you had a bunch of mutuals with them? Let me ask you this question. Was, what was my name? It, I don't know. Was it Jake? I don't know. I don't remember. Probably. If that wasn't you... Then I got catfished by Jake Short in 2012. I think at that time. <sighs> but but there was another. My name was Habib Charcoal. Okay. No. Okay. I don't know what? if I want to hear that on this podcast. That was uh, that was the name that I chose. Why? I don't know. I was, I was 15 and I was trying. Like I kept getting friend requests and I didn't want the notifications anymore. Okay. Well, so I, it wasn't just. But it could Jake be. It could be. Well, hold on, hold on. It cha- it changed back a couple times. All right. Tell what the story. We, how do we? Yeah. What's well, the story? here's the thing. Did is, we meet up? No, we did not meet up. Oof. Wouldn't you remember that? I don't know. I don't remember <laughs> this. <laughs> okay. So, when I was talking to you the night I met you, a couple weeks ago, it took me a second to register, and I was like, "Oh my god, I've been catfished by this person before." Awesome. Because in 2012, <laughs> someone named Jake Shore added me on Facebook. And I added them back because we had a bunch of mutual friends. And I was friends with a lot of like younger actors. So I didn't think anything of it. I thought, okay, this guy added me. And so I think I messaged you or you messaged me. I honestly have looked for it. And the night I met you, I drunkenly went home and was like, I got to find this shit. (laughs) And I couldn't find it. But I got like a message from you. And I can't tell you what we talked about. I just know at one point I'm like, LOL, is this really you? Because Ant farm. And right? I was like, I was yeah, like 12. Yeah. And you were like, yeah, LOL. <laughs> Which is what every catfish says. They go, I know, but yes, the thing is, is, is I feel like as a 12 year old, I watched the literally the show Catfish. Like I knew that. You're like, I know. I, I know, know what I'm it's like to get catfished. And it this didn't is... feel like you were fake. You know what I mean? Here's the, yes, I know what you mean. Here's <laughs> the problem that you're going to run into is that 
the way that I communicate online or like the way that super I text weird. people, yeah. super weird. You'd no. know, you'd be like, this guy is a fucking weirdo. Every single person that I know is like, you text like a grandpa. Which maybe would have made you feel like he was catfishing you because you're like, this guy seems like he's I don't know. Could be. And, yeah. and I, I'm really sad that we'll never figure it out. Because I've you looked on my Facebook. No, I looked. I've, I've looked for like days now. And like, I don't know if it just goes back that far. Well, the, the, I mean... Is it the same Facebook that you also, have, or did you change your Facebook? Well, my name now is uh, <clears throat> very different, as well, again. Well, because I looked up Jake Short, <laughs> I mean, and I couldn't find it. Huh? I looked up Jake Short. So you don't have what? a public Jake Short Facebook? I have a public Jake Short page, I but I don't one. think I can message No, no, it wasn't page. that. It was like a personal page, and there was these personal photos of you there. Like, it was a private page. That's why I was so shocked, and you were friends with people that I knew. If we were friends there, though, I wouldn't have... I wouldn't have not added you because I haven't been on my Facebook probably since like regularly since like 2014. Wait, what so do I, you mean? Like I wouldn't have taken you off there. If, huh? I, okay, I so think we can look up your was, name. So the page yes, should still this. be there. The your page. page. Will, my page will be there, but huh. will the guy be there who was, I think me, but. Well, I don't know. I, we'll, we'll, yeah, okay, just go. Just look it up I'll, I'll do a little interview with, with Tara. Okay. So Maryland, that's, let's really get into Good Maryland. Fucking nice. Good job. Let's talk Good about the nice. gray city of Maryland. Um, okay, so you moved to California. Why does Facebook have stories? All right. <laughs> uh, you get catfished by Jake. Yeah. You start. You, you really start blowing up on YouTube. When did you start to find like real success from YouTube? Is your name Tara on Facebook? Tara. And her, Tara. her name's actually Tara. Tara in life. Tara. Yeah. It's Tara Yummy. Actually, don't put that in because I'm going to get a bunch of ads, I feel like. Bladding me. Hmm. Bunch of ads well, for it's too late. Coles and stuff. Coles, that's the first one. A O H L S. Yeah, yeah. No, Cole. Success. Yeah. What what age was that? Eighteen. Eighteen. Yeah. So like right away. And you're twenty three? Yeah, I'm twenty three. Okay. So I've been doing it like four and a half years. No, nothing there. The only Torah that I have is my aunt or my cousin. Okay. So So you were catfished. So I was catfished by Jake Short. Damn. Oh, wow. and I do There's the clip. We got pretty, it. Huh? We got the clip. <laughs> I, I and, and I've been thinking about it, and I was like, I'm not going to bring it up. And then I told Zach, and Zach brought it up on the podcast. I'm like, God, I really hope Jake doesn't see this. Oh, God damn it. I, I, I did watch a clip of it, too, and I, I should have I was watched so, that. That's hilarious. I, I was just so embarrassed because it's like, dude, like I'm such an idiot. To be fair, the You're only 12. reason. No, not even no, that. No. I was friends with so many people I that were like never, young actors. I never would have said LOL either. At that well, age, I strictly. Well, I don't know if it was LOL, dude. Also, I'm just saying. LOL. Just to clarify, at that time, if you were 12, he's four years older than you. Yeah. Are you? I'm 26. About Ooh. to be 27. Yeah, so you were 16. Yeah. Oh, that's the first red. Yeah, that's the first red. <laughs> yeah. Red. Yeah. yeah. Yikes. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so I got. I really I got hope catfish. it wasn't me. <laughs> yeah. I well, it's, I guess that's fine at that age. It's just a little weird. No, no, no. I, I Fourteen and eighteen. Can a bit you weird. blame me though? Like I had so many friends that were like no, in yeah. the industry. So no. I was like, oh, cool. Also, Jake added me on Facebook. I didn't think anything of it. I had the swooshy hair. Yeah, I was like four eleven. Yeah, probably my height right now. Height. Yep. Yeah, so, you guys would lot of would have stared going. into each other's eyes. But he his, been, his hair was you had about a year. Say my hair. What your was it was so long he would have been able to. Actually, look at was when I was 16, I was doing our show, and your hair was long the first season 2012. Oh, I mean, it no. was like that swoopy little thing, you know. I feel like we're off with ages right now. Are you sure you're four years older than me? 
I'm 26. <laughs> He's about to be 27. I'm 23. Okay. That is pretty close. To I'm bad at math. Yeah. Sorry. That's not that yeah. We're not off with ages. He's just old. Well, I'm really sad. You know, I created all those fake accounts on Facebook, though. So it was me that catfished you. I, I just was yeah, yeah, yeah. myself. <laughs> I just... I just spent most of my nights, you know, I I had work, I had school, then I would go home and I would sit there and post all, like the sit and chat, you know. That's She's actually been very excited to bring this up. She's mentioned it a few times. I was excited and nervous, and I was just like, I don't know. Does it feel? Uh, how does no, the it's feel? fine now. I, I feel like I was more nervous than excited a little bit, and I was like, God, he's gonna think I'm so weird. But no, I, I, my preface is is that I knew. My preface is that <laughs> I knew a bunch of people that you probably knew. And that's why I thought it was real. And well, we talked for like two what weeks. What we had was real. Two weeks. Yeah. That's oh. a long time. Yeah. Was it like we would you would like get home and then like be like, oh, I want to see you. I got to open up my Mac. <laughs> my Mac. You know, my iChat. <laughs> no. You didn't? Oh. Well, no, that's no. A I don't think I cared that much, and I think if it, if I was getting catfished, and that, that's, that's probably that's why. Okay. That's fucking really no, rude. <laughs> no, was, it's because I was just like, he's awesome. Her. What are you talking I about? I agree, I agree, but I think in the back of my head, I'm like, maybe I'm getting catfished, and now I wonder, was it someone from my school? But like, you're such a random person to catfish me. That's why I was like, this is so weird. I wasn't like, I didn't have like a celebrity crush Wait, on so you Wait, so I anything. messaged you? Yes, or like, I don't know, I don't know, I just know one of us added each other, I think you added me. That, to be honest with you, that does seem weirder. That doesn't seem like something you would do. Which part? Just randomly find, because at the time, it's not like you had, the yeah, you guys had the mutual friends, but it wasn't like you were who, My whole who thing you is, are now, so remember, he, it would just been just yeah. totally random for him to well, add it. Yes and no. On Facebook, I had a lot of friends for some reason, because I like moved schools a lot, oh. so I was like well-known on Facebook for a little bit. It was weird. Why did you move schools a lot? Um, I don't know. My parents moved schools, schools a lot in like, the valley. Oh, so you were like a trouble kid. That wasn't the reason. Okay, so you were a, but you were a troubled, troubled kid, kid, but it, it didn't. I don't think I was troubled as much like people say, like like sneaky. I was just like I have immigrant parents and like I'm an only child, so I like cross a lot of boundaries. I feel like you know, what I mean? cross a lot of boundaries for your family, or you're like the transplant trouble where you're just always trying to like make new friends and sort of put yourself. No, out not there. that. No, I think my parents just hated me. Whoa. Oh, okay. So you were trying right. to get. Wait. Okay. I don't know if I wanted attention or attention from them or yeah. I don't know. What would you do? Like get under my tongue pierced. Oh, okay. So you wouldn't get into trouble at school. You would just make... No, I feel like I got a little bit of trouble at school. Like, I would ditch class a lot. Because like... you would make choices that would purposefully piss them off. And then you also... I don't know. I feel like this is like therapy. Yeah, no, we're I mean, getting into it. This is the sit chat. <laughs> sit and cry. Wait until you hear what we're about to release next week. I just divulged so much about my life. Yeah, obviously... you're probably going to get into some trouble for that. With who? Me, I'm gonna be real mad. Yeah, okay. Um, okay, I, what, I've already discussed right. that with, yeah. Okay. No, so, what mom, I w- would like to really your get mother into, and I discussed how was your Christmas with your mother? All right, dude. <laughs> um, <laughs> what I'd like to get into is something that you did, slash, still do that we both envy because we love it very much is stand up comedy. Oh, yeah, and you're touring. We talked about it. She, she toured the entire United America. States, all of America. Yeah, um, you can do the bus tour though. No, that I did flying. Cool. did flying. God, I would. She was so not too well. That's all that. That's all that time you have in there with like your band, and you like write material, and you're like, I couldn't oh, do you that. Guys, no. Her band, my band. Yeah, you always have like a you know a, a band that she was traveling with the roots. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> she was doing really well. Um, Tonight show. She was selling out like from the research Sorry. that I did. I did do some googling. That's scary. Uh, she was selling out like 250 person uh, rooms in multiple states across the country. I'm telling you. I'm not telling her. I mean, yeah, that's isn't that crazy? Great. Thank so you. So, how many shows that's, did you end up doing? 
I think nine or ten just from the tour. That's a lot. It was a lot because yeah. it was all within like a like a month or two. And like I would literally fly on Friday mornings and I'd be back home on Sunday and I would do two shows in two different states over the weekend. Wow. It was the most tiring thing I've ever done in my life. Did you have an opener? Yes. So was it was it just you and the opener or was it like a Yeah. Lineup? And then sometimes I would have like I'd bring my friends and then at the end of the show we would do like a because I'm a YouTuber at the end of the day. We would yeah. do like a truth or drink like in the last okay. 10 minutes. Yeah. On stage. On stage, yeah. Oh, that's would, fun. Would you get content out of that for your shit or is it just no, for the audience's? It was oh, yeah, just, so just for, just I never recorded shit. anything. I never posted any of my stand-up. Do you not have any of your I have no posted? clips up. Why? Wow. I don't know. Did you film it? I did. I filmed my LA show fully. Why don't you do like a little, like a little docu-series? You did an hour and a half? Yeah. We talked about Including that Including like the... Like the truth or drink thing. Yeah, I didn't know. So you happened. had like an hour special, basically. Kind and of, then, every state. Wow. I know. That's pretty cool, that's, dude. That's Thank fun. you. They, uh, when I did that show of Flappers and brought all my friends, so it made me look really good, the guy was like, oh, yeah, you should do some college touring. And I was like, oh, man, everyone here knows me. That's why they're laughing. <laughs> they're just supporting yeah, yeah. me. Actually, my favorite part of one of the stand-ups that I went to for him, he had a, he, he had a great show. The first time, you killed it. Second time when I went, it, it was a little shaky. But okay. there was one. Did you go both times? Yeah. Oh. True friend. Yeah. But there was one one joke that he told that didn't get one laugh. And I laughed. And he said, thank you, Bradley. While on stage. Wait, that's funny, though. <laughs> that's funny, though. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah. hilarious. That would make me laugh. That the got a laugh you, after that. Yeah. yeah, that one got a laugh. Thank you, Bradley. Yeah, I planted him there. Yeah, of course. Um, I feel like that's half of comedy, though. That's why Johnny Carson was so good. Is he would just make good recovery jokes after recovery jokes. That's and, something I'm not good at. No? Recovering. So what do you do? You just say like, all right, I just stand there and on. go, okay, cool. No one found that funny. Did you bomb yes. at any point? Yes. New York, I feel like I did terrible. Really? And DC. And you, you feel still- like it, but did you actually do terrible? I cried after the show. Oh, <laughs> shit. Well, I'm, It's yeah. not hard to make me cry. Yeah. But I cried. Hmm. Is it the, is, is, were those tickets solely sold for you too? Like you? Yes. Oh God, that's, that's not good. No. And I, I were there to that, see you. Yeah. 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 And it's not that I don't think, if people laughed, but I felt like I didn't do that good because I'd missed something or like, well, like or like DC, those tickets did really well. I sold like I don't think like 150 tickets, and then like I want to say like half the people didn't show up because it snowed randomly that day. Oh. And like since it's DC, a lot of my family friends came because mm-hmm. it was next to Maryland, and I was so embarrassed. I was like, I wanted to start crying, and I was like, this sucks. And then my opener, his name's Ian. He's one of my like really good friends. He had food poisoning the night before. It was just like a shit show. Why didn't you call oh. me? I would have come and done 20 minutes for you. I didn't know you, Bradley. You would have done 20 minutes. Yeah. You've been writing your 15. You haven't even done it yet. Yeah, that's true. I'm sorry. I I would like to, though. I'm sure it'd be great. You're a very funny guy. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. I think so. Why are you so shocked? Wait, what? Yeah, what's up with that? I just wanted to check in with the world, you know, and see what... Really? No, he was really... Really? Really? (laughs) Come on. (laughs) You don't think he could actually do that? Um, okay, so did you start, did you just go straight into touring or did you, were you just doing... I had one one-off show in LA. Yeah, but were you doing like, I'm sorry, were you doing like comedy clubs to just like no. run some things or you were just like, I'm no. going to just freeball this? I never did an open mic. The first show I ever did was Flappers, completely sold out to the point where people were standing the first oh, yeah, time. That, yeah. yeah, it was... It's a big venue too. That's like it was insane. People. Like the big room. Yeah. And yeah, you, I never you done stand-up in, in my life. Room, right? From yeah, what I remember? Room. Yeah, yeah. I want to see you do stand-up. He didn't even sell out that. It's not that room. funny. I honestly, my the guy that moved and doesn't do stand up anymore is one of my good friends who I don't talk to anymore. But he he's the one that wrote half my jokes for me. 
Okay, like, so you had like a ghostwriter. Oh, absolutely. I I had a little bit of help, but I wrote mostly everything. He would. Well, what we would do is we would have little powwow sessions. Yeah, like and he that. Would say, like, like you have like a tell me about your life. Yeah. yeah, and he'd say like I'd say a bunch of shit, and he's like, "That's funny." Like what? Right. He's like, mm. just word well, it this like, way, or like this is why this is. I funny. think most stand-up comedians do that. Like they sit there with their friends and they talk about it, yeah. or else. I can't make it up in my brain. Like my friend Nick Galarza sat there and was just like, "Oh, keep that in. Don't I did keep a that show in." And I bombed. What? At Flappers? Yeah, he does that like once a year, like Nick Galarza special. Wait, you know comes... Nick? Yeah, he's the one who like convinced me to do it. Oh, the he, tour? he opened me. He opened for me too in all my LA shows. Yes. There you go. Oh, that, was that the standing room one or in a different? Yes, one? it was yeah. both. Both my LA shows were like insane because it's LA. Yeah, but yeah, both of them. He. That's so crazy. He sat there with me for like hours before my actual tour too, and just like helped me like. Figure everything out, cross things out. Not yeah, he's a funny guy. He's really funny. Yeah, he's got some good, good yeah. bits up there. But see, he posts his bits, and people like them, and they watch them. Yeah, you should do that. No, why not? I don't know. You're okay with performing in front of 300 people, yeah. but you're not cool with posting it. I guess I didn't post it at the time because I was doing the hour every time. Right, I was doing the same thing, almost like a script over like, like off the top of my head, and I was like, I don't want to spoil it for anyone, right? And then once tour was over, I was so over those jokes. I was like, I don't even give a crap anymore. This is not funny. Yeah. Did you, you feel like so you times. kind of changed it up? At all? Was it like pretty scripted <sighs> each time or did I you feel like... changed it up a little bit, but not enough to like post it. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I'm saying like when, like different crowds where you like, I felt like they kind of leaned more towards that joke. So I'm going to kind of go on a tangent about this. <sighs> or like, did you change it up at all? Or was it just like, I have what I'm going to do and I'm going to just perform almost like a play. You know, it you're felt like keep... more like a play mm. because I'm better at that than like I didn't want to improvise and then mess up and then lose track of what I was doing, which sure. I think I could do it now. But at the time, I was nervous to switch it up. Mm. Yeah. Had you ever performed like that in front of people? Like, did you do musical, yeah, theater? musical theater? Yeah, stuff like yeah. that. So you were comfortable on stage. Yeah. And especially because I feel like the hardest thing about stand up comedy is like getting people on your side. Yeah. Right. You have to get up there and be like, OK, I need these people to like me within the first two minutes or else it's over. Oh, mm. that's usually how it is. Yeah. yeah. The thing with me is they were there for me. So if I could go and pick my pick my nose on stage and fart and they would laugh. Yes. Except for DC well. and New York. <laughs> but that's always what's concerned me about was, doing open mic though, is like I, I feel like there's a part of me that even I believe that when I go to an open mic comedy show, I, I'm kind of expecting somebody to bomb at some point, you know, or like it's kind of funny when somebody bombs. So it scares me with that idea because I'm like I don't want to be the one that they yeah. are going to laugh at for bombing. Yeah. Whereas like if you went to the comedy store on a Tuesday night where you know there's going to be like a good group of people out there, you're probably going to laugh regardless of what the material is because it's the vibe, you're there, that's the point. But like if you go to open mic, you're maybe like kind of expecting them to not be as good. Yeah. You know? Have you done those? No. And okay. I refuse. I like open mics a lot. And I don't like performing at them, obviously. I haven't done them in a long time and I will never do it again um, unless I'm called out of retirement, of course. But... <laughs> Open mics, as Tara Taco would tell you, uh, give Tara you a Taco. nice <laughs> shell. They give you a nice hard shell because most of the people there are there to perform their material and they yeah. want all the laughs for their material. Most of them are not going to laugh at you. And most of them are not, not going to laugh at you for bombing because half the guys that go through there are going to suck. Yeah. You should do the open mic at the bowling alley that I have week at. I don't know about that. It is <sighs> the worst thing in the world and I it is do it. so funny. I've it I so did stand up one time. Practically, I did do stand up one. Where, time. when, I, what? I I did. I got. I went to a uh, a show at the Laugh Factory, or no, the Hollywood Improv. Oh, <laughs> didn't this doesn't count? Okay. Yeah, it doesn't count. But I'm saying Why I technically it count? because so I I went there to just watch this like game show that they were doing, and um, part of the game show was that they call up one person to do like to do stand up against these actual comedians, 
And if you did well in the first round, you went on to the second round and third round. Did you go on? Yeah. And I got called up. And so in the end of it, I ended up doing like 10 minutes of just shit I was pulling out of my ass. And the funniest part of the whole thing was that when we left, my buddy who I was with was like, just so you know, I wrote your name down and that was the one that they pulled. So it was supposed to be me, but I had written your name down. So that's why you went up there. Oh my God. I won the competition though. Oh good. So you could do it. No, not the same. Because I think that people were surprised that I was any kind of funny. But if you were there like expecting to hear good jokes, you'd be like, well, this wasn't that good. But if you're like, oh my God, this guy just came up and just did that, you know? Okay, well, to that same effect, you're not going to be performing in the same lineup as like a Chris D'Elia or like someone that... that Wait, wait, why not? Oh, Dude, he actually asked me to open for him. (laughs) Great, you see him in Equinox all the time. I mean, like, look, I, I think all you have to do is establish yourself in the community and, and then open up for people who are a lot less funny than you. And then people <laughs> go, oh, I, I actually like this guy. Then you get your fan base. Then you uh, meet Chris D'Elia at the Improv. He sees you perform and he uh, invites you on tour. When he, he usually does back. the Laugh Factory. Yeah. Huh? I will say, though, I never called it stand-up until after. What do you mean? I called it like a variety show because I did like multiple things on stage. Like, you know, I like there was like a little video of me like 10 minutes, like for like a 10 minute video. I took I took a break because I couldn't do an hour straight. I needed water. And I can't like drink water like actual comedians do because I'm like, oh my God, what was I going to say? So I like refused to call it stand up until after. And I'm like, okay, that did really well. I feel like I can call it stand up because I felt like I wasn't, it's not fair that I already had a following versus all these stand up comics that like really work hard at it. So I was like, okay, I'm not going to call it stand up until after, until I know it's successful. So I was like, I yeah, my variety it. show that I'm doing comedy <laughs> stories at. Like I would tell like comedy stories. Like story times. It's an interesting self-deprecating thing that you. Yeah. I mean, you totally did stand-up comedy. I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna agree with him on that. I feel like you're kind of underselling yourself. Short. Yeah. That was my. That was my tour name. Selling yourself short. Yeah, selling myself short. That's funny. Yeah. That would be my tour name. Wait, that's really funny. I'm gonna sue you. I actually. You didn't know that. No, I didn't know that. Oh my god. You, yours well, would have to be like show. selling myself, comma short. That's true. Jake that's short. not trademarked. So you had all of your. Every single city that you went to was your fans. Yeah. And how would you sell tickets to them? This is this is what I want to ask earlier. How would you sell tickets to them if they'd never seen your material? They just wanted to see... They just wanted to see me. Miami? Okay. Yeah, which is, like, unfair. And I also did meet up after, where it was, like, picture, you know. But it's picture. also, like... It's un- it's unfair, but it's not because I mean you built up your yeah. personality no, online. I like agree. people knew who you people were. People just wanted to see me, and you know that's a compliment in itself. Like I was so thankful for because that. Because in a sense, like what you do is unscripted, and it's supposed to be funny, right? It doesn't come across funny, but like you know, <laughs> thanks, Bradley. It's supposed to be, you know. So, so it's like people know you as a performer and as somebody who makes them laugh. So it's it's like you did kind of build that up. Thank though, you. You know, that's nice of you. And for those out there, Bradley and I are big comedy nerd so this is uh yeah this is really really tickling me right that, now. I, I was telling her the other day uh, i like for me Brother's i had a lot of time on his hands so he's been watching a lot of stand-up <laughs> i watch i've seen every stand-up i think i all of them i love i love the life of stand-up comedy i love the lingo st- i love everything about it and i think that's why it's like the only thing in this life that makes me so unbelievably nervous to do it is because it's like i love it yeah. so much i think it's the most casual form of entertainment for me, because I love it so yeah. much. It feels effortless. It feels comfortable for them. And it's like, something that you can sit down and just... Dude, I mean, like, like When they're doing this shit, when they're doing a podcast, that's yeah. three times funnier than this. The reason why I love We're just super acting so much and like doing comedy is because I, I, I just love making people laugh. you know. And so it's like stand-up is the purest form of that. That's all it is. That's the only reason you're there. Unless you're Dave Chappelle and you're there to give like a little life lesson, yeah. which is you know obviously very specific. But 
Like, like if you have that ability to go up there and make people laugh in an hour, I mean, that's that's awesome. Yeah, you an know? hour, hour and a half. I mean, that's why that's why you shouldn't sell yourself short. I know. Thank you. Because, because I mean, it's like, very impressive. Yeah, it's, it's Thanks, very guys. difficult guys. That's so nice. Them. Well, don't say that because you've never seen me do it. <laughs> I didn't that's say true. it had to be funny. You still did it. Yeah. That's true. You know? And if any, did anybody laugh? Yeah, I got laughs. Okay, then you did okay. Thank you. you know? Well, I wasn't invited back to Nick's show next year, so or the year after. And the year <laughs> after so better than me. <laughs> I, saw, I saw Peyton Meyer there, and he was like, uh, oh, hey, good to see you. It's been forever. I was like, oh, yeah, man, I'm, I'm just here to perform and check it out. And he was like, oh, cool, yeah, I'll see you over there. I'm going to sit with my friends, whatever. And then he saw me go up, and then silence for five minutes. <laughs> and he was like, oh, I didn't realize you were going up there. I was like, yeah. You did five minutes? Couple times. No, I did more than that. How long did you do? I did 10 or 15. See, I don't think I could do like those open mic nights where they're like five to seven minutes because I feel like the kind of comedy that I love is like storytelling. Me too. You know, where it's like a long form thing. Well, that's what I do. But I, I don't I'm, like jokes, you know? Yeah. Like, like Anthony Jeselnik could go up and crush for seven minutes. I like that. You know? I, I like, I think that's more impressive because I can't do it. I agree. That's mine. That's what I like. That's what he likes. It's like so impressive. I, I do like, like story times. So it's like long. So I, again, I, you're right. I can't do their, I can't go up there for five, seven minutes. Who's the comedian? Stephen Wright. Uh, that just does jokes. Oh my god, he's so funny. That Italian dude, um, uh, big oh. nose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something Martin? No. Is he on TikTok? No. He, oh. he he's got a couple. Dimitri methods. Martin. Dimitri Martin. Yeah. Oh Dimitri, my god, dude. So that funny. he is like perfect for like a seven minute set. He could go up and crush for seven minutes. It's just I need to go back quick and watch jokes. So good. But it's like Jesselnik too. So it's like he doesn't need. He could do seven different jokes in seven minutes. You know. Whereas like Chappelle, you need to listen to him for an hour. How do you remember an hour worth of one-liners? Is my question. It doesn't make you any don't. sense. I think they come up with it, and that's what's impressive. They like they. There's some way they tie it together because they've yeah. done the. But like, yeah, they come up with it. It's did you guys notice probably. that you guys are talking about stand-up and you didn't name one woman stand-up comedian Ali this Wong. whole time? Okay, well, I, I about love Ali Wong. Naturally, it didn't come up. I don't think I don't find. Uh, I haven't funny. seen many. <laughs> I don't find I don't women, women funny. Wait, what are you about to say? Like like seen, Jake Short yeah. doesn't find women funny. I haven't funny. seen many uh, female comics that I'm like, oh, I love. Whitney Cummings, was she the one? Oh, I dude. Whitney Cummings. She Fucking rushed at the comedy store. I like Whitney Cummings. She was so funny. I don't really like that. I like. I, I wasn't super thrilled with her specials, but in person, she in was person. unbelievable. Nikki Glazer's really funny. Huh? Nikki Glazer's really funny. funny. Taylor Tomlinson's funny, too. Um, I just, There's just like something about like that crowd work and that environment and... Everyone was fucking with the audience that night too. Dude, and she I, ripped yeah, Whit, into them. Whitney Cummings was, yeah, dude, she was the funniest part of that whole thing. The bomb. There's the bomb. But you know, she that was, was Adam's show, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. God, she was. But so he's good another guy that's like he's funny in ten minutes. But I don't know if I, I. I'm sure he would have a good special, but dude, his Dr. Phil show is fucking hilarious. What is it? Like have I shown thing? you this? No. He, no, he does like legit like. An episode of Dr. Phil at the Comedy Store, and he has like he's had Matt Reif on, Bobby Lee, and Andrew Santino. He has Bill Burr come on, and he's like he's dressed up as Dr. Phil and does this whole thing. His Dr. Phil is so good, and it oh my god, dude, he'll say like something outrageous. The best part is he'll look at one of the cameras and go, "We'll be right back," and then he'll look at the other one and goes, "We're gonna keep it right here." And it's just like do it so quickly, but it's just it's so brilliant. I don't know. Anyway, we just talked about comedy for thirty minutes. But and I, I, did you talk at all? I can't remember. Yeah, it's so nice having it, you here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's just, very impressive. I feel like I talk a lot, so I, I've been trying to cut back on the yapping. Why? Because my friends tell me I need to cut back on the yapping. What did, dude? You did an hour special. Yeah, I don't. You I got understand. fucking paid to yap. I think you. Isn't can that yap. crazy? That's crazy. 
I think about it sometimes. You got paid to talk. You know what I think about? How this mic kind of smells like butt. Ew. Butt. A little butt. A little butt. <laughs> That's gross. It's a good smelling butt. Well, okay. Yeah. Um, I think we covered kind of everything we wanted to talk about with her. Yeah, I, we, uh, we're going to have everyone that we've already had on uh, on like four more times. So if you want to come do that again. I would love that. Great. Maybe How many next times time have you done the Dropouts podcast? Only only two and then one drunk episode. Hmm. How I feel drunk like were you in the drunk episode? I was really drunk. Okay. I, was, I was like, I want you guys to have good content. What, what, did, you, what just, did you have, half a shot? I had like six or seven. Did you get that joke? I got it. I got Thank it. Okay, My fine. height. <laughs> um, the night I met you... I was wasted. Dude, Dude we I were so dead we were sober. so sober. And it's so embarrassing because they gave me one drink and I just kept seeing him pour and pour. And I was like, what the hell is going on? And I like had half the half the drink and my and Zach was like, oh, you should meet them. I'm like, oh, oh, it's fine. I don't need to. Because I was like thinking, like I, I've met Bradley before a long time ago. And I was like, I don't, I don't want to have to say that I know him. And ugh. And I, catfish, yeah, the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> I actually know both of them. It was just, I, I didn't want to do it. And then, I, and then I went up to Bradley, and I'm like, hi, I'm Zach's friend. And he was like, do you have a name? <laughs> well, like, yeah, because you guys cool. were talking, and I came over to start talking to you guys again because you were standing with uh, I think Zach I said and, I'm Zach's and, friend to you, and too. Tara, and then I was like, you yeah. Did. She goes, hey, I'm Zach's friend. And I'm like, I remember that, yeah. You can keep going. I, I think I said that more? because we went together, and I didn't want people to think I was his date. So I was like, hi, I'm Zach's friend. I'm Zach's friend. Nothing makes a guy feel better than a girl being so freaked out over the idea <laughs> no, of thinking that they're dating. Thing. I mean, he picked her up as the Grinch. I think uh, I think it's okay to say. There's yeah. so many rumors right now that me and Zach are dating. It's not true. Are the rumors true? No. Are the rumors true? No, 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 no. We'll no, be right no, no. back. They're not dating. We're going to keep it right here. I just told a bit. Anyway, hey, thank you, you so much for coming on the show. Thanks, Thanks for having so me. I had so yeah. much fun. This was a lot of fun. You do need to come back. Sure. We'll do this again. I think Merry we, Christmas and Merry uh, Christmas. Happy, happy New Year. Well, actually, this is already It's already in the New Year. But I'm just saying, you know, post- we're technically, for those watching, filming in between both Christmas and New Year's. I don't know why you do that, and I kind of don't... What does like, it matter, dude? What does it change? I don't know. Are people going to go, I don't want to fucking watch this episode if they filmed it two weeks ago? Not to take Bradley's side, because I don't think I'd want to ever do that. Whoa. But I agree. Oh, I, I disagree with you, because sometimes I watch things, I'm like, oh, I wonder when this was filmed. Oh. All right. Yeah. Well, how about Every that? movie I've ever seen, I go, I wonder what the I do. I wonder. I wonder all the time. I'm like, was this summer if it's winter? I actually, in the movie? you know, it actually it was they, kind they of entertaining for me was I saw Maestro with Bradley Cooper, you know, and I went out for that movie to play his son. What I feel like was probably four years ago. I was probably pre, almost pre-COVID. Oh, he was pre-COVID for it certain. Was. Yeah. And then they fucking cut like that entire role. Well, you weren't. And that's the why role. they were that's like, why? we don't want you to do it because we're going to end up cutting all this and yeah, it just well, would course. be a waste of time for yeah, you. And no, I was I like, I get it. Thank you, Bradley. I was in the car when you did it. I'm so close phone. to being such a successful actor. I'm just one last name change away from being like Cooper. Talented. Bradley Stephen Cooper. <laughs> do you know how many people have recognized me and said that? They go, Are you Bradley Stephen Cooper? What? I'm no, you're Bradley Stephen Cooper. Probably 50 times in my life, people will be like, Are you Bradley Cooper? And I've said, I really wish so. He's so much better than I am. Anyway, but he doesn't have a podcast, so he doesn't. No, he just Eat has my a, ass, Bradley Cooper. He doesn't know Tari Emmy, like Academy Awards, and yeah, yeah. Thank you for coming on the show. Thanks for, for having coming. me. We really appreciate it. All right, until the, the next catfish. Until the next catfish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro, that was That's so it. embarrassing. <laughs> that was fun. Yeah, I had a lot of fun doing. Very that. easy, like she said. Very easy. Thirty minutes. I really do admire the stand-up thing. 
yeah, I know. It's really, really cool. Uh, it's it's very impressive. I Because, I mean, I think about what, when I want to start doing stand-up comedy, you start so low of, like, 10 minutes, you know? Mm-hmm. To th- even think, like, to me, like, a professional comedian does 60 minutes. A 60-minute Netflix special, you know? So, like, the fact that she had a, an hour an prepared, hour. that's crazy. Well, it's also your, like, you guys share interest in that that type of material so that that is i feel like that's easier to do probably an hour yeah. of yeah, yeah, yeah. it's an also of jokes it's hard. yeah and you can tie everything in to each other you know yeah um certainly but it's yeah that's getting an audience locked in for an hour is hard for anything Crazy. especially if you're trying to make them laugh totally. admirable What's um, the thing you're gonna say? yeah i had a funny story for you so i have we recorded since my birthday uh yeah with Eric. Okay, then I forgot to tell this story, but this was really funny. So when I was sick on my birthday, I feel like I'm t- only telling stories when I was in the shower. <laughs> but so I got a, I got a phone call from this number, like right before I got in the shower. And it was like, you know, a classic like 818, you know, you just choose to ignore it kind of deal, mm-hmm. right? So I ignored it. And then I get a call again. And I'm sick, dude. I'm like on an antibiotic. I'm taking, you know... Dayquil just felt like shit. Getting in the shower. The guy calls again. And then he calls again. And I'm getting it on my watch while I'm in the shower. And I just really wanted to sit in the shower and just have like a peaceful shower. And so he keeps calling over and over and over again. I don't know. Just this random number, right? It was it was on my birthday. So I get out of the shower and I answer the phone. What? And I go, dude, what? Like that? And I go, why are you calling so many times? And he goes, hi, this is Cole with Edible Arrangements. Uh, I'm down in the lobby of your apartment. Oh, wait, Julie. Oh, my God. And our social media manager had sent oh my God. Edible Arrangements. I forgot about I that. I was on the phone like, dude, what the fuck is wrong with you, man? And he was like, I've just been waiting down here for 10 minutes. Like, Taking a long-ass <laughs> shower, dude. I remember she was like, oh, what should I get, Bradley? Do you think he would like this? I was like, it's a really nice touch. I don't know if he'll eat any of the fruit, but I was like, did you eat it? I ate all of it. All of it? Okay, yeah. good. Yeah. Because I was sick and I was like, I wouldn't usually eat this, but I'm eating all of it. Oh, yeah. Nice. Nice little oh, sugar rush. Covered strawberries are so good. Dude, I felt so bad. And then I was like, well, I shouldn't answer the phone like that. But usually you can tell marketers. You're just like, please what? stop, stop calling, dude. Yeah. Like, I don't want to talk. Please when you get that, that call from the number that's like three digits off of your number and you're like. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's what I know. I get a bunch of calls so from funny. Asia. Really? Like that, yeah. No, don't speak a word of English, but... Hmm. Where in Asia? Because it's a continent. Some from Shanghai. Some from... Uh, Iraq. Some from India. Some from... A couple Russian phone calls. Yeah, yeah. Mostly Asian languages, though. Oh, okay. I can tell, well, like... Russian would be considered an Asian language, wouldn't it? I guess technically it would. Yeah. Russians are Asians. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Russians are Asians. Glad we, glad we got to the bottom of that. Such a crazy sentence. Um... Did you finish that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have a question? Yeah. You're broken outside and inside. So not inside anymore, just outside. I'm just a broken human. <laughs> um, this one's for Bradley. It's from our Eric episode. Um, it's from me? It's from Bradley. Bradley <laughs> okay. commented. Uh, which I don't think I've ever asked you this, just because I don't think to ask you questions like this, which is why it's always interesting to me to see what people want to know. Justin Wright, 4628, our first real name. Wow. Hallelujah. Um, asked... What was it like adjusting to having a fifth child on set during Good Luck Charlie's third season? 
Also, was that the fourth season? Or is that the third season? I think they announced the baby being born in the third season, and then the baby was born in like one of the first episodes. The baby being born episode was actually our most watched episode ever. And it was higher watched than even our movie. I think it did like 11 million views. Didn't it do like better than most network shows at the time? Yeah. It was the number one watched episode of the week. It was crazy. Oh, like across television? Yeah, it was like 11, 11 million views on a Sunday night. That's nuts. Yeah, because we usually averaged, I think, like four or five, something like that. That's where I think that's where we capped out. I think we yeah. did like five or six one time. I think our but... movie did like nine or ten, which was good. But that movie still gets watched a lot. Well, anyway, to answer the question. Good thing you get paid um, for that. N- yeah. Nobody, I will say nobody on the show at the time wanted to have another baby. Because of the story or just because you didn't want to deal with it? Um, Because it felt like for us, like we had just gotten into this groove where we had grown out of doing, well, that's my time. Um, it, it <laughs> The felt, baby's dead. Yeah, we, it Ooh. felt like we had just grown out of doing newborn baby stuff, you know? Like Mia was starting to talk. She was getting lines. And it felt like a new show. She was um, doing lines? Yeah, she was doing lines <laughs> on set. It was, uh, Dude, it was she's got to quit doing that. You know, and we tried, but you know, she was really yeah, good friends with Charlie Sheen, and yeah, she's Charlie and Charlie, yeah, yeah. Oh, and she was a three. Nice. Anyway, uh, yeah, it just felt like we had just kind of we had just grown out of that, um, but it ended up being super cool, and I feel like it kind of tied the show together in the end in a really fun way. And I don't, I don't honestly know if it was a network thing or if it was a our writers thing. I think it was a network thing because they liked the way the show was yeah, and they didn't want it to go into a different direction. But funny enough, in the episode where she, where Lee had the baby, um, was (laughs) she told everybody on set while we were filming that she was actually pregnant in real life. Like in one of the takes, she was just like, surprise, I'm pregnant, right? Everybody thought it was this the worst joke ever, right? Because she had just given birth to the baby on the show. We're in the middle of filming it. We're all standing around, and she goes, by the way, I'm pregnant. And we were like, ha, 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 uh, you just had a baby. Funny, because we're dealing with having another baby. She was like, no, I'm actually pregnant, like, in real life. And so it was funny, because we all thought it was just like, what a bad bit, you know? But damn. then she was like, no, I'm really pregnant. So it was cool. And then she had to, like, hide her bump I was for, like, say, the yeah. rest of the season. Um, I had to get birth once on television. Oh, I was there. That was painful to watch. Thank you to that one producer who kept that bit in. Yeah. Even though you really... I think they asked me to do it, and I said, absolutely not. Sure, because I kept telling Gwen, I was like, I'm not doing this. I didn't rehearse it one time. Yeah, I know. I remember. It was weird. That's the one time I have ever done that. That's crazy. I know. Yeah, we were pretty easygoing on our shows. You would think, like, if I'm... If I'm super uncomfortable with it, like, yeah. Under contract. Well, that's that's probably a story for another time. But yep. to wrap up that question, um, to adjust to it, you know, when we when we, in fourth season when she had the baby on the show, uh, or whatever, once the baby came along, you know, it was kind of just right back into the groove of things. Fourth season of Good Luck Charlie was the easiest work I will ever do in my life. It just we didn't yeah. really didn't even really need to rehearse much. It was, it was just, just we were going. doing it. Yeah, and 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 you can get into that groove with sitcom. We were showing up on. Monday's just doing the table read and then going to the commissary. Yeah. Having eating a cigar. And leaving. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for me, it was a lot of school, but most people were just showing up at nine 30, leaving at three. And I had to do school before and after, but it was a, it was an easy, easy show. But yeah, that's the answer to that. Good days. They're ahead too. You found your value in the shower. 
You Found Your Value in the Shower is actually a really good book you should write. Um, I Found My Value in the Shower. I'll have Chris Strong write it. Yeah, that'll be better. Shout out to Chris Strong. Shout out to human. Chris. Miss you should buddy. follow him on TikTok, by the way, everybody. He's he's writing a novel right now. That's a beautiful Excellent. novel. And read the screenplay. I haven't read the novel yet. Yeah, but. yeah. He's adapting it from which is backwards. Usually people yeah, usually. go book to screenplay, but he's going screenplay to book. But he's on TikTok and he's just showcasing what the process is of writing a book. We'll put it. Uh, we'll put it in the description for him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You should follow yeah. him. Um, all right. This was a good episode. Yeah. I really had a lot of fun. I did not. Sorry, I want to leave. I have to go. Okay. Thank you. Everybody. Thanks for watching.